0: Welcome into the Pigskin Preview presented by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. A week ago, we said we'd either look like geniuses or we'd look like idiots. Well, <laughs> look at us now—a bunch of idiots. We went a collective one in five. Uh, I think look it i think his bets missed by combined like 146 points. Um, it was bad. It was it was rough. It was a rough week nine for the Pigskin Preview crew.
1: Yeah, we had a shutout, K-State Houston. I think that was 45
0: nothing. so missed that
1: one by about four touchdowns. We had an absolutely beat down, absolute beatdown in South Bend. I think it was 59-7. So missed that by about five touchdowns. And then we had Wake Forest kept it semi-close. I think they ended up losing by 24-28, so we missed that one by about one possession. Uh, but uh, the other two were never, I mean, never, 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 never close. The
0: only win we got last week was because Michigan State threw an interception at the goal line to preserve a one point cover in a forty point total to go under. That that was the only win. We we stink, we suck, and yet you know what? Sometimes it happens. Sometimes you just you're a clown and there's nothing you can do about it, and you just got to take them to the chin and you got to get back off the mat. So luck like it for this redemption week you know last week going into this right like i even said on the outset like i'm trying to talk i can't talk myself in any of these numbers well this week i'm having the opposite effect where i had so many different numbers out there that i was like i can't believe that this is like this is too good to be true what's going on here so we're going to discuss some of those And, um, and I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to bet him because I'm not going to be dumber than Vegas this week. Vegas thinks I'm an idiot. Well, you know what? They might be right, but you know what? We're reversing the curse this week and it starts by not betting Ole Miss minus three. Now, am I going to do it? Yes, because it's a hedge for me personally, because I have a Texas A&M win total. They have to Basically, if they don't win this game, they're going under. Um, so, so I'm done. So this so, is
1: going to win by one, is what
0: you're telling me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be a personal head for me, but I'm not going to give away this play because, like, when I saw that line, I was like, "Wait, only minus three? Really? Like, you you serious here?" There's some stinky lines this week. And this one stinks. Yeah. because given as you've pointed out, bad as a road uh, as a home favorite and the part that we don't realize is that even though they haven't they've, – they've, I mean, they put up big numbers against bad teams, but AM's offense has been pretty efficient, um, and their defense is really good. So, like, yeah. when you when you see this initially, you're like, oh, man, Ole Miss is going to score a bunch of points. Maybe we go over. Uh, this, uh, this stinks for a, a variety of reasons.
1: Yeah, AM can't run the football at all, but the past game has been – Uh, More than decent. I have to say a solid passing game this year with both Wegman and Max Johnson. And the defense has been very, very good. Uh, We've talked about Ole Miss at home. It's not been great covering the number, but this is a small number. Uh, You kind of got two trends. You got Lane Kiffin being bad at home as a favorite. and you also got Jimbo hasn't won a road game in quite a while. And so what kind of wins out there? Um, that's a true toss-up game, but it is – the that line is that small is kind of – I feel like that should be a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me to play a and would I would need it to get up to six or so, and then I probably would have liked the
0: Aggies um, there. Um, but, it's, but it's a short number. Vegas isn't playing any games here. Yeah. Um, it's
1: one of numerous lines that stink
0: oh, uh, here's, this week, Nick. You ready for the smelliest, stinkingest line that's ever stunk? Clemson. Plus three against Notre Dame. The the same coach who is busy letting Tower from Spartanburg live in his head made him go insane. They're only three-point dogs to Notre Dame. And I was like, wait, wait, hold up. That, that, that can't be possible. Notre Dame... Had Ohio State down to the wire. Like, yes, I know they lost at Louisville, and they they kind of struggled against. It. Like they they've kind of lived by the skin of their teeth, but they're they're blo- they beat the hell out of USC. They 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 just ran up almost a sixty burger on pit. Then I dug in a little more and realized, like, oh, Notre Dame's just good against bad defenses. Like the offense hasn't turned a corner. Like they just kill bad defenses, and then when they play good defenses, they're lucky to get twenty points. And that's what I think you'll ultimately have here is that this is uh, as much as Dabo looks like a goon on that call in show, he's probably going to rally the troops. That defense is going to play well, and it's going to be a 50 50 game down the stretch. And I'm, you, you, you can't, I, I personally can't trust the Notre Dame offense against a good defense on the road.
1: Yeah, Notre Dame's had issues running the football at times this year, and that's probably been their biggest weakness. They're not super explosive passing the football. Um, Clemson's got a good defense. It's a rally-the-troops moment for Dabo Sweeney and Clemson. Um, they, they've just lost a lot of like close road games. They could have gone either way, mm-hmm. I think, when you look at it. And then the Florida State game at home, that went down to the wire. They easily could have won the Florida State Losing game. Losing
0: overtime, right, yeah.
1: Yeah, so they've had some weird stuff happen away from home.
0: And so that line – that
1: that line makes sense to me. Um, mm,
0: I think it stinks. What, what stinky line you got out there? Like
1: LSU at Alabama, LSU plus three. It feels like LSU wins or Alabama blows them out. Not blows them out, but wins. Cut oh, like touchdown,
0: 10. 10 yeah. yeah.
1: So that one's a little – like I just don't know. I just don't have a feel – for that, we have one you're going to play that I'll get to later. It's actually going to be your second pick here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one stinks to me. Oh, it's um, so
0: so stinky, and I, I had to pick one of them. like it I it was irresistible. The other one that I'm very – like I never thought I would say that I'm looking forward to a Kansas versus Iowa State game, but it is like the ultimate principal play combat because yeah. we know how Matt Campbell sucks in spots like this. But they're the home favorite for a reason. Um, minus two and yeah. a half uh against so, a ranked team. Yep. Unranked yeah. versus yeah. a ranked team on the road. But but part of me is like like the time to play back Iowa State on like on one shoulder, the Angels tell me, like, yeah, because Kansas is going to they just had their biggest win ever. They're gonna come out flat in this road game. But the devil on the other side says, like, you really think Matt Campbell's gonna keep doing this? Are going to keep stringing together wins like this? Like, it is, it is such a, like, God, I'm just – the internal conflict, I can't get over it.
1: If you're really paying attention, not to be just SEC homer guy, but this happens in every conference. There's, like, fringe top 40 teams that can go 9-3 and three just because the conference is just a bunch of toss-ups and you're playing a bunch of teams. If the schedule hits right uh, – like Iowa State, Oklahoma State all have chances to have big seasons and these are two teams that lost to Ohio and lost to South Alabama. Those yeah. are two teams that aren't even going to win their conference in the G five. Yeah.
0: They're not they're not good. No. Spe- that
1: just yeah. like that just shows you how the sport is just so weird. Virginia Tech is in if they beat Louisville on Saturday, Nick, they're in the driver's seat to go to Charlotte in the ACC title game.
0: And they're, and they're not good. One, they're, they're not a good football team.
1: They are one road upset away, and that it's a team that lost the Marshall, a Marshall team that's going to finish middle of the pack in the Sun Belt. Like this is just what it. Uh, what it, that Virginia Tech got thumped by Rutgers, and Rutgers going to go six and six probably in the Big Ten. <laughs> so that just shows you, like you you look up and you see, oh, this team's having a really good year. A lot of it is circumstance, um, but you have to credit them. You know that's why I always say early in the year, if you can just survive and win some close games. Mm-hmm. And that, that could keep, if you get humming late, that can help keep a good season alive. And it just shows you that random teams can just pop up and have a a big year in some of these conferences just because all these teams are kind of in a pot together um, outside of the one or two top teams in the league. And another mm. line that stinks, Nick, Georgia Tech plus two and a half at Virginia. Oh. You're telling me that Virginia team, I know they're playing better, but they're laying points against the power conference team? It's like...
0: Ugh. Yeah, that's gross. What's um, going on there? And then we have a, some,
1: a few stinky lines here that, in our picks.
0: Yeah, we, um, we like some of the stink. What do you like in uh, Texas K-State? Uh,
1: that's hard for me to handicap just because of the Malik Murphy factor. I don't really know mm-hmm. what they're getting there. Kansas State has been an absolute wagon. You know, they've lost two row games, Oklahoma State and Missouri. But we look up, and Oklahoma State and Missouri look like good teams. Um, they're killing teams at home. I mean, I would lean Texas, but I, I don't know. I mean, that one's a total stay away for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was also intrigued by Florida at home because it feels like, all right, they go home, they get the win. But Arkansas has been really tricky. It's like, eh, let's let's go ahead and stay away from that one too. Yeah, they'll...
1: I like I like Arkansas there. I would have liked to get a point or two more. That probably would have been a play right at six and a half. Is I would like to get that. If that would have been touchdown or north of a touchdown, I would have played the Hogs. Um, there, uh, yeah. I mean, those are two teams. Arkansas's got the, ta- the the quarterback and the talent. If this OC change mm-hmm. hits, they could go on a run here late. But if it doesn't, they could totally fall apart. So, they're a hard team to handicap. And the Florida swoon is coming, Nick. You look at that schedule. Um, they kind of ca- – they tried to build up on that momentum heading into that Florida ga- that out Georgia game. But you look at their schedule. Like, they go to LSU, I believe, next week. Um, they still got to host Florida State. They still got to go to Missouri. That's a tough slate they have um, here in the back half for the Gators. So, they got some losses coming their way. Um, that's a really important game. They really need to win that. If they lose to Arkansas, they could can- be in
0: some deep trouble um I I also would as much as Kentucky fans would love to watch Shane Beamer's demise and I mean there's a chance it could be a close game but I would advise against the emotional pick South Carolina to not cover against Jack State because Jacksonville State has been good like Rich Rod it's it's really astounding what he's done in year one moving them up into the Sun Belt uh and they'll they should be able to run the football against them but at the same time like I just don't don't just pick with your heart in that game. Because I, yeah. I know we all want Jacksonville State to pull off the upset and it would be a lot of fun. But but don't go picking with your heart.
1: The only thing I'll say there, Nick, is they've played uh some decent quarterbacks. Um and then against Liberty and WKU, they kind of put the clamps on both those passing offenses. WKU only completed fifty percent, five point two yards per attempt.
0: Well, um, that's the offensive coordinator. He did it to himself. He,
1: yeah. But, uh, I mean, Grayson McCall had a bigger game, uh, but, but against Liberty they had a good game too. So their pass defense has shown a little bit of bark. So if they're able to pressure Rattler a little bit, force some incompletions in the way they, they're going to have success running the football, like you said, against Carolina, mm-hmm. they, they can be in there um, in the fourth quarter. You know, and that, that line's grown. It will open to two touchdowns. I think it's up around 16 right now.
0: Man, if, ooh, oh, I said that now. If it gets up to like seventeen, I'm. Be Beamer's like, oh. Beamer's
1: been Beamer's been good against G five FCS foes, uh, but this is kind of a. This is probably the best one that he's played since he's been there, um, in a unique situation.
0: A so, battle for the Gamecocks. So whoever yeah. loses can no longer be the Gamecocks. That's yeah. that's the rules.
1: Yeah, it's. Jacksonville State's one to. I'm I, not going to say they're a live dog, but I could definitely see them covering that number for sure.
0: If you like any of our upcoming picks, you should download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and get in on the action right now. Use promo code PIGSKIN when you sign up. Place a $5 money on bet. And if that wins, not only do you get your money, your winnings, you get $150 in bonus bets. That means even if you pick a short price, right, like a minus 500 to just... All you need is a Moneyline winner on a $5 bet, and new customers will get $150 in bonus bets when you sign up with the FanDuel Sportsbook today. Use promo code PIGSKIN uh, and get on the action. There's a lot of sports happening right now. We're recording this Thursday morning. I'm very excited for the Thursday night football slate, um, but I also need to remind you that if you do play with FanDuel, uh, must be 21 and present in Kentucky, first online, real money wager only, $10 first deposit required, Bonus issued as is a non withdrawable bonus bet, which expires seven days after a street receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Um, like we're also going to have like college basketball lines soon, and it takes me a little while to get that muscle to start flexing it. But but I couldn't I couldn't do college basketball when I had to drive to Indiana. The lines came out too late. We don't have to drive to Indiana anymore. No We've got Fanduel right here. We've also got Fanduel has a Horse gambling service? I'm going to have a couple picks here at the show for Saturday's Breeders' Cup action. But first up, we've got our picks on the Saturday slate. And my first one, uh, I think I I, I, I caught him early, and then uh, Maryland turned into a pumpkin. They turned into a big, fat, orange pumpkin. Uh, I want to make sure this is the right game. Pete, go ahead and roll that. I think you got that
1: number two. I think you're getting a little... Oh, maybe not. Yeah, there
0: we go. I got it right. Uh, Maryland, they're at home against Penn State, an eight-and-a-half-point dog. Ohio State took all the air out of the tires. I mean, they completely just have been deflated, got blown out twice since then. And I know Penn State had their letdown a week ago against Indiana, but, I mean, this is a – kind of a rivalry in that Penn State yeah. goes to their state and they raid all of their good football recruits. So this game means a lot. Franklin's a covering machine. Uh, six and two against the spread in the last eight meetings in this game. Uh, you gotta tell me they only need to win by ten points. I know the Ninety Lines offense hasn't been explosive, but I, I just Maryland's just done. Like stick a fork in them. They got to their five wins and I, I don't think they have any life left in them. Give me Penn State minus eight and a half.
1: Yeah, the only thing I worry about here is that it's dropping pretty fast. Um, it was like 10 a couple days ago. Uh, but I, I like Penn State as well. They're more efficient, a little bit more explosive um, even or as a team, because that's mainly because their defense limits explosives. Uh, it just feels like a bounce-back spot here for Penn State. They laid the egg last week. They'll bounce back um, yeah, yeah. this week in College Park. I like Penn State. I, I will, I'm going to probably lay the points with them, Nick, so I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, Maryland two one possession losses to Illinois Northwestern back to back after the Ohio State
0: yeah loss I uh, mean that's deflating losing yeah. to those teams there's yeah. no there's no other way around it um, I like one of your other picks I think it's this first pick we got coming up here too I might be riding with you
1: yeah it's I'm staying in the Big Ten gonna yeah. have Big Ten flavor at Luckett's Locks this week uh, it's actually minus eight Wisconsin minus nine and a half oh. Uh, I, but oh. if you want to get the alternate line, minus three, <laughs> I like that too. Mm. Uh, Badgers going to Indiana. I think this line's a little bit inflated, Nick, because Indiana played Penn State close last week. Yes. Wisconsin, yes. Wisconsin is banged up. Braylon Allen, their star tailback, is questionable. Um, Tanner Mordecai, their starting quarterback, has been out. This will be, the, I believe, the second full game he's missed in a row. Um, with all that said, I still like Wisconsin at Indiana. They're 8-2, and, two and eight ATS in the last 10 in the series. They are just a better team here. Uh, I'm not big on Indiana. I think they go in here, handle their business, win by double digits. Um, again, I think the line's a little short because we're getting a little Indiana overreaction and then people seeing Wisconsin's banged up. But I, I trust our defense in this spot, and I think if they get to 24, 27 points, this will probably be a – be a cover in that Indiana game. If you watch that, that was a little fluky. Like they hit two oh, big yeah. plays just deep. Um, Penn State had some turnover issues, right? Um, right. But in the end, they still end up losing by two possessions. So I, I like the Badgers here to go on a road and get a get a cover.
0: I appreciate that we both watch Indiana play good football, and we're like, all right, we're betting <laughs> against. We're, we're we're going the opposite way the following week. That, that's how we're going to play it. Um, I'm also sticking in the Big Ten for just a stinking number. And the total is not going to get as much shine because Iowa plays Northwestern at Wrigley Field and that that total actually went started at 29 and it's up to 31 and this total in Nebraska Michigan State it's only thirty thirty four and a half. 34 and but I'm taking Nebraska minus three I can't I can't quit them like it I uh, I don't Matt Rule's just got something figured out. They've won five of their last six. That only loss was a blowout to Michigan. And they've been bad against the number, but part of it is because Vegas was giving them way too many points to cover. This is a short spread. Um, the last two covers they had were similar. Uh, I, I know that it's going to be a slobber knocker, but even if they it's a close game and you got to win a close game, I think at worst I'm going to push. So uh, it's, it's a little gross and it's a little stinky, but you know what? Sometimes we just got to get gross and stinky when it's November football.
1: Yeah. The only thing I can really say is that's a Big Ten Nooner, so good luck.
0: Nine and one against the spread in the last ten meetings, the favorite. So
1: yeah, yeah. I think mean, that's just. I mean, that's November. It's going to probably be cold, and nasty up there in East Lansing. Michigan State's reeling. Nebraska's actually got some momentum here. They're going to play yeah. in some meaningful football games this month if they keep. You know, not they go to a bowl game, teams they're gonna go yeah, to a they, bowl game. They are right now, they're five and three, three and two. This so is yeah, a, I mean,
0: this is for bowl eligibility. So, if you want yeah. to have a like, hey, you're playing for bowl, eligibility. when was the last time Nebraska went to a bowl game? I think it was 2016 ish, around then.
1: Yeah, I mean, there, there's gonna be bowls jockeying to get them because they are gonna have a crowd. Yeah, um, kind of like well, Kansas, like how they took over the Liberty Bowl, Nebraska is going to just like take over. Nashville for the Music City Bowl or mm-hmm. wherever they, they end up sending them. I'm trying to think of some other Big Ten bowl games. But, yeah, they're, they are going to – that's going to be – a lot of bowl commissioners are going to be jockeying to get the Huskers, and this will wrap up a bowl um, bid for them, which Ooh, was kind of the imagine- number one golfer rule. Like, just it, getting this team to a bowl game was a good it's first huge. step. huge. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, imagine them in the pinstripe, all those Husker fans in New York City. Yeah. It would be just – oh, God, it would be snowing. I'm <laughs> packed Yankee stadium. Oh man. Bowl season will be here before, you know, look it, Luckett, what's your second lock of the week? Yeah. Staying in the big 10.
1: This one isn't a nooner. It's actually at three 30, but it might as well be a nooner. We're going Minnesota. I'm going to lay the one going to lay the small number with the Gophers. This show. It is the big 10 hour here. I'm going to lay the small number uh, for the Gophers against Illinois at I- I just feel like this line should be more, Nick. I I think Minnesota's a better football team. They're at home. They're only laying a point and a half. It feels like this should be over a possession at least. Um, I mean, it's going to be an ugly game. Both these offenses have struggled. I think Minnesota's got the better defense here. They're at home. I'd give them the coaching advantage uh, with Fleck and his staff in this matchup. So I'm I'm just not going to overthink this here. Just going to lay lay the points here with Minnesota. They're coming off two big wins against Iowa and then held on against Michigan State last week. It's going to be an ugly game. Um, but I think they'll find a way to win it. And so give me the Gophers, minus one and a half.
0: For my final pick, we, we've, been, we've just been in the grossest football games. My final picks should be one of the most fun, most entertaining games in this entire college football season because it's our final edition of Bedlam before Oklahoma goes to the SEC. Oklahoma was the victim of the biggest upset last week. You would think that'd be a nice, you know, bounce back spot for them, but this is the last bedlam, and things are Oklahoma State's been playing well as of late. There's a lot of bad blood here. Uh, I think I think it's going to get weird. I think it's just going to get weird with Mike Gundy involved, Um, some turnovers. So the number wasn't big enough for me to take the Cowboys in this series that's been dominated by Oklahoma. So let's go with the over. A lot of, they, Both teams have just been playing in the 30s every single week for the last five weeks. So get me there. Let's sweat out an over and, and get some points in a rivalry game uh, down there in Stillwater.
1: Yeah, that Oklahoma State, they've been a hot. Ollie Gordon's an All-American at tailback. He's ran for over 200 yards, I think, the last two weeks. Like He's just been a monster. Uh, for them, and Mike Gundy's doing it again. Like, if they win this one, Nick, they're in the driver's seats to go to the crazy Big 12 championship game, which is nuts. This team got destroyed by South Alabama at home, only scored seven points. Yeah. Um, so, I, like, the Duke coach, bottom line. And Bellum, it's going to be a crazy atmosphere there.
0: Yeah, that's uh, should be a lot of fun. I wish it was a night game, but, um, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Uh, for
1: me, last pick. I'm also staying in the Big Twelve. A Line that smells smells so bad. BYU mm-hmm. plus ten and a half at West Virginia. West Virginia is having a good year. They should not be laying double digits against a Power Five team. Uh, like why? Why is this line this high? Yeah, this I don't make it, it, it. is BYU yeah. sitting their JV team? Like what? Am I missing something? I looked up the injury report and. Uh, BYU mate their top running back and receiver are questionable, but still, it's not. This is not Marvin and Harrison Jr. or Ollie Gordon that they're missing. Like they, I think they'll be fine. Um, like what? I, I don't understand this. Like, does uh, West Virginia going to go score forty points? I don't think they are.
0: Maybe you know you, you're. They're worried about Mormons going into the snake pit. You know, and it's yeah. just BYU
1: uh, has gotten blasted their last two trips to Texas and the TCU. So the TCU one is concerning, but I think they'll find, but they play Kansas competitive and close and arguably should have won that game. And they won at Arkansas, so it's not like they haven't had any success on the road. I think this this line just doesn't make a lot of sense to me, so I'm gonna take BYU plus 10 and a half. I think this is the most inflated line of the week, but it keeps growing, so maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm missing something. Um, but I'm gonna take the double digits here with BYU
0: made this point earlier in the week on K's board because we're we're both feeling uh, it the stars are aligning for a Kentucky Liberty Bowl appearance and just handicapping it that feels most likely which would be against a Big 12 team and West Virginia is a candidate you might get a little Neil Brown Bowl uh, down in Memphis if they win this game they might even punch above that weight um, I, you know a lot of yeah. it depends how things shake above that but uh, they've got This can get them to eight wins essentially. The path to eight wins is there if they can if they can beat BYU.
1: Yeah, which would, you know,
0: that'd be huge for Neil. I don't think
1: anybody saw eight and four West Virginia coming, but again, that's that's kind of that conference. Mm -hmm. If you can win some close games, you can go eight and four, nine and three.
0: Yep. Uh, Remember, you can place all those wagers at FanDuel Sportsbook. I was intrigued too by Army, the Army Air Force game, Uh, actually by the over of all things. Um, I know military unders are huge uh, but they're not running triple option anymore Air Force actually throws the ball around the yard quite a bit I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check the weather report if we got another yeah. snow game in Colorado Springs then I, I might go with the old principal play yeah um, 18 yeah, I mean, and a half is a lot of points in a rivalry too.
1: The ranked versus or the the like there's a money line parlay to be had this week because I look at some games here like lSU, USC Clemson, like in some of these feature games, I could see upsets in all of these. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to do a money, if you're trying to find like a big money line parlay that might hit, I could see all of those being potential upsets.
0: Hmm.
1: So just something to monitor, monitor, monitor there. And Nick, I'm probably going to play Purdue plus thirty two and a half. It's probably going to happen.
0: Yeah, I. Uh i looked at that, and I was like, Michigan's got to – like, eventually this stuff's going to catch up with them, right? Usually I mean,
1: they have a November stinker. They've had a November stinker most years under Harbaugh, even the last two, where it's just, oh, they only won that game by 10 points. Right. That feels like a spot, potentially.
0: Especially with all the the Big Ten schools telling uh, Petito, or whatever his name is. That Petiti, yeah. Yeah, to like, hey, do something about this. Um and I'm I don't also think he will, but.
1: we're all we're also still waiting on the props in Mississippi State, Kentucky for our same game parlay. Um, hopeful to have that by Friday, but I don't know. That might be a, we don't know who is playing for Mississippi State. Uh, their top two offensive players are just a big shrug. Uh, will Rogers and Woody Mark. So we're just kind of playing the waiting game with with them. But again, yeah. I like the Devin Leary. I like this matchup for him over. Passing, I need to see the numbers, but overpassing yards, overpassing touchdowns, as long as it's one and a half or two. And then, you know, I'm going to look at some receiver props as well and the team total over for Kentucky. All of those stand out to me, but we're we're, again, we're waiting on the numbers to get get here.
0: Uh, While you're on the FanDuel Sportsbook, you can pull up the FanDuel Racing app and you can play the Breeders' Cup this weekend. Breeders' Cup out at Santa Anita Park. Two days of racing. Friday is where it can be a real crapshoot because um, it's Future Stars Friday. It's a bunch of two-year-olds that might have one or two races under their belt, but it's it's tough. I haven't looked at that slate, but I have looked at Saturdays, and a recipe that I've had for success um, is singling Cody's Wish in just a bunch of stuff. Um, sadly, his top competition died this week. They've had two horse fatalities. There were entries into the Breeders' Cup. Stop me if you've heard that before. Big race weekend and they've got fatalities. Maureen, you know, kind of uh, with a black cloud hanging over the sport sort of deal. But Cody's Wish is going to be a huge favorite in the one mile. He's never, he hasn't lost at a mile. I don't know if he's ever lost at it. He lost once this year when they tried to go longer to see if he could do uh, the Breeders' Cup Classic. So that's in race three. So the goal here is to try to make a big ticket around him. I'm not, I'm not saying like a bunch of horses. Like, let's do a $10 double. Um, so it's only a $10 bet. You need two horses to win in back races, back-to-back races, back races. And in race four, Didier, uh, he's the nine horse. M- morning line, eight to one. He's cleaned up uh, against lower competition. His only loss is against grade one. So you got to just hope that he can pull one out uh, against, you know, better competition. But there's not a ton of – like, the there's an Aiden O'Brien horse uh, from Europe that's won a couple races back-to-back, and there's an Irad and Chad Brown horse in there. So if you're trying to get a real big bomb, I think that's the way to go. Um, and if you want to string it together for a pick three uh, in race five, Goodnight Olive is going to be a huge favorite. She's only lost to Echo Zulu. Uh, Monterey, the four-horse, Brad Cox. I just bet Brad Cox blindly, But good society by Asmussen's moving up in class. That could be a way to upset it. So maybe you do a $10 double uh, with uh, uh, Didier, and Cody's Wish, and then, you know, lighten the load a little bit, two, like a $3 pick three, and go a little bit deeper in race five, or just, hell, single goodnight olive and make it a big, big-ass pick three and try to win big. So that's my kind of strategy for trying to win uh, with a horse where I, I really like Cody's Wish at a mile. You can't win just straight-up win betting him, so try to string together a few um, to, to, to take home a nice little paycheck. That'll be uh, in the evening on Saturday, since it is on the West Coast, um, with the Classic going off, I want to say around like eight twenty. Um, and well, I will say too, like it, there's money to be made on the Classic because the field stinks. There's not going to be a the the shortest priced horse is Arabian Night. It's a Baffert horse that'll probably win because it's just Baffert, and it'll tick me off. But <laughs> but you can do like an exacta with a couple other horses um, at a good price, and, and and probably be able to win big. So that that's really, I know it can sometimes sound lame when you're betting the ponies like it to like have five horses to come in the top two spots in exacta or something. But you could you can hit some bombs on Breeders' Cup Saturday, whether it's your pick threes, pick fives, whatever it may be. You've got to invest to get there, but you can you can hit some some surefire bombs uh playing the Breeders' Cup this weekend. This is a hell of a weekend for you, man. I know. It's there's a lot there's a lot going on. A lot going on. Um uh, we got a lot of football, a good football Thursday night. Uh um, t-
1: got a good Thursday at TCU – Texas Tech, that's a nice little Thursday game.
0: Oh, Troy, South Alabama. I did the Towards thing. South Alabama, I, yeah. I was uh-huh. worried the number would go in the opposite direction. Uh, so I got Troy at minus 5.5 and, and it's in a 3.5. And, and I'm like, oh hell, do I reinvest? Like, what are we – strategy here. I don't uh, – I also don't like that all the money's on South Alabama. They haven't been very good this year. I don't – I don't really – Well, it. the
1: thing is they've either just beat the tar out of teams – or they lose? Like going into that Louisiana game last week, they had beat the last two opponents like ninety-one to three, and they just go and lose to Louisiana. Like they beat Oklahoma State. We talked about that already. They, yeah, thirty-four-seven. They lost
0: to the Tulane pretty handily too. And lost to the uh, Tulane. Yeah. They just been Jekyll and Hyde. Well, it's a rivalry game. It should be an intense one. A lot of fun football this weekend. Joe Burrow's going down Sunday night, um, as he should have last year. I know Lucky can't wait for that. Uh, But it should be a fun weekend of college football. Hopefully the Cats can bring home a W. We're bullish on Kentucky Saturday night at Davis Wade Stadium. Um,
1: Bengals Bills prop. Trey Hendrickson sacks. He's gotten a sack like five or six games in a row. Um, Now, he is injured a little bit, so you have to check the injury report here. But – he has been cooking, and he gets sacks. Okay. So you, you, those sacks, are so offering in at plus odds. If you want a little sprinkle Sunday night, Trey Hendricks to record a sack.
0: Boom. You heard it here first, folks. Also, I'm fading the hell out of Will Levis tonight. Sorry, Will. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the
1: Steelers as well, minus two and a half.
0: Yeah, sorry. They're offering even uh, – <laughs> Just, just don't, don't, don't take the bait, folks. Don't take the bait. What, Are you we'll doing do the well. Faye,
1: Faye Will Levis single game parlay <laughs> yeah. uh, under passing yards? Uh, throw an interception. Uh, what else? Under rushing yards, maybe.
0: Two hundred something was the passing total. Like, I'm going under that. And also, though, the his rushing total is ten and a half yards over that. So like, he's gonna be running for his life.
1: Yeah, I tried to do the fade Tyson b- badger after. But that he ended up hitting that with relative ease, the over on the passing yards. So well, the, when you're
0: down eight. by four touchdowns, like you know, you're yeah. gonna throw the ball a lot. Yeah, but I also hit
1: what I had Eckler and her, had Eckler total rushing, receiving, and then Herbert pass attempts and those catch with relative ease. So, so that ended up being two and one there. So I'll, I'll take that any day of the week.
0: Uh, and you can take it to the bank at the FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code PIGSKIN, when you sign up. We appreciate you listening. For Adam Luckett, I'm Nick Roush. Go Cats and go Krogering. And cut.